You're listening to force-fed digital. BXU Heard. Hola. That was too humble, man. <laughs> what the hell? I T1, introduce yourself. Hello, everybody. Right. Podcast world. All right. Well, so anyway, let's jump into it. Yo, this is Kingsbridge Rich of the My Bronx Story Podcast. Thank you for joining us for another episode. I truly appreciate it. It's all love. So here we go. I was talking about a few New Year's resolutions one of my latest episodes, and I tackled a big one. And so much so that we have T1, also known as Tati, my wife. Hello, everybody. Yeah, she's here joining <laughs> us. Because uh, for one, I like to keep you up to speed. If you guys are following me on social media, then you're going to see something that is truly amazing, is remarkable. My family, my extended family through my wife or my in-laws, their family has been expanding, but we're just at a point now that there's just one left, one relative, one sibling left to locate, and then all the siblings will be together. And so if you've been following my social media, my IG, my Facebook, I've been doing reels and I put it on TikTok. Tons of people have been sharing it and stuff, but we really want to find her brother. So that was a very big deal going on this week. So, um... This is truly a My Bronx Story kind of vibe because without spoiling it, and I'll just leave it with this, in terms of their journey, each of them, some of them have been paired with a sibling and some of them have been doing it dolo. Everybody's met a sibling at a certain time in their life. And so to watch how everybody's lives have played out can truly be a movie. Mm-hmm. It's amazing. It's a, it's a testament to, to technology. Mm-hmm. Because they've been finding each other through, you know, things that's been documented. I talk a lot on this program about documentation, the importance of it, pictures. Mm-hmm. So they were working off of such little information initially. But through time, they've made contact with each other. And, you know, it, it's turned from two siblings to four to six. Everybody's jumped into each other's family at a certain point. Now we're eight. Now they're eight and they're missing one. Mm-hmm. Horace. Come through, bro. We hope we find you. So anyway, so that's been dope. And with us, we, um, we, so I had an episode where I was talking about New Year's resolutions Mm -hmm. and a bunch of other stuff as usual. Mm -hmm. But in terms of the New Year's resolution, one of the ones that I discussed and I've been talking about a lot on TikTok Live and amongst family is about coming out the closet of smoking weed. Mm-hmm. Cannabis, shall cannabis, I say? Cannabis. So, here's a backstory. Kingsbridge Rich. I wasn't one smoking weed in the hood. That wasn't my thing. I was a drinker. Mm-hmm. I had tried weed for the first time at 17 years old, and I was a full fledged chicken head. <laughs> when I say chicken well, head, <laughs> chicken head. And so, you know, mm-hmm. like, and I, I was cool. It wasn't like that was my first time of peer pressure. I was probably like 17. Yeah. And I had like a, 
I guess I didn't inhale when I was 13, so that I'm not even counting. I'm just saying that for yeah, technicality. Yeah. It's like 17 years old. And um, up until that point, I've been, you know, passed it many a times, refused it many a times. Everyone else around me, you know, partakes. But for me, it wasn't my thing. I guess it was just so normal for me mm-hmm. because my, my whole household, my entire family, everybody was up to bud. Yeah. So it wasn't anything for me that was like, you know, it caught my attention too much. Mm-hmm. It was normal. If anything, it's like, oh, like yeah. how cool can things be when the parents are doing it? Yeah. You know, so that was my vibe. But I turned to a full-fledged t- chicken head because one day I decided to just, you know how like you got the rotation, everybody's in the cypher. Yeah. A cypher is the circle for those who are not smokers. <laughs> and you got to turn to a certain rotation. Like if yeah. you was playing Uno. Puff, puff. Right? And pass. And you got to pass it in a certain <laughs> order and you can't break the cypher. Yeah. All right? Feel me? So that's a little lingo for you, the terminology. So, you know, usually it'll pass around, but I'm in the cypher for the jokes or whatever. So people know to pass it away from me. And there's one day I grab it. I'm at Kennedy High School with a few of my friends. Uh-oh. And, you know, just I'm... I'm not even in peer Kennedy. Pressure, Kennedy pressure. High School is not even my school. I'm just hanging out <laughs> at Kennedy High School like usual. You just go visit another school, bro. And that's not the only one. <laughs> I, I, I was not. I was uh, in between Kennedy High School and hanging out at Clinton High School. And neither of those schools were my schools. I used to go to Clinton with my brother's ID. Wow. Oh, well, yeah. I yeah, yeah. See that. And Kennedy, I just, I just knew everybody. I just walk yeah. in. That's a vibe. Everybody got the exits or, you know. So, anyway, I'm up at Kennedy by the flagpole and that's pretty much where the smokers be at Kennedy High School. That was a spot. You had the pizza shop, the store right there and the little strip where the yeah. bus stop was. But th- and this is where this is where this conversation is big about cannabis and I'm gonna get to that. But back then it was not legal. Mm-hmm. Back then the things that you had to go through, people getting picked up over yeah. bud spending a night over bud you know just um it being something a tool that can criminalize Mm -hmm. us give you a record where otherwise Mm -hmm. you ought not have a record and so you know just when you look at the data and you see how often minority groups Mm -hmm. you know are affected are impacted by these drug laws is disproportionate that's an argument right so these are these times Mm-hmm. Or it's illegal, where if you see the paddy wagon, you see mm-hmm. the cop, mm-hmm. you flick it to the side, you throw it, they still come, they bust their balls. This is those times. So, you know, everybody's ciphering, looking out. I take a couple pulls, and they're like, you sure? I'm like, yeah, why not? I don't know what compelled, nothing compelled me. <laughs> ADHD compelled me. Okay. And so, I reach out, I take a pull. I take another pull. Sure enough, I don't feel like myself, like I feel so light. Mm-hmm. I don't feel in control of my body. Okay. And I'm panicked. So I got the panic high. Oh, so you panic right away. Oh, yeah. After like the second pull, I felt spaced out. Are you serious? Yeah, I was spaced out. I um, I remember looking around like everything looked like a strobe light to me, like kind of like not flashing lights, Just but fast. like the delay. Oh, the delay. So like if I was like moving fast yeah. with my head. Yeah. I felt like everything was strobish, <laughs> like a strobish robotic effect, which so. was dumb because like I've never after. Anyway, we'll get to the fast forward because that's important in this entire story. So I was a chicken head. So now I'm panicked. Mm-hmm. And for some reason, I think everybody who's near me wants to swing at me. I don't believe it like in a way that I think it's going to happen. 
my body believes is going to happen. <laughs> so like my nervous system is reacting and feeling the tingles like somebody wants to duff me oh. from right there. So anytime somebody got close enough, I'm like looking. Yeah. And it felt like an eternity, but it was done. And, and that, to me, that was enough to not do it. Okay. But then I did it again. Oh. And I turned to a chicken head again. That one was worse. And pretty much with that, that's when I understood that time goes really slow when you're high. Yes. That was my first experience. And I know this because I went to Brothers Pizza on Kingsbridge. Right? I was really cool with them. Mm -hmm. They should have never caught an attitude with me. Or that's what I thought they were doing. <laughs> I order a slice and I'm waiting on this slice for damn near I don't know how long. Wow. When I start checking my watch... I'm wondering if my clock is broken because the minute hand's not moving, but the second hand's moving. But check this. So then I asked the guy a second time, and this is when he caught this attitude with me. Okay. And I'm like, this guy's bugging. He ain't never be funny with me ever, except for right now. I can see. So, no, 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 no. <laughs> you can't see nothing yet because this is what happened. So now I ask him again because I'm looking at the time, and I'm, now I'm trying to think. How much time has passed since I asked for the slice? Because I've been here for a minute already. Mm -hmm. No, but wait. I've been here for a minute, literally. I was only there for a minute because finally the, the minute hand moved. Oh, shoot. And so what really happened was that in my mind, time was going slow as hell. <laughs> the minute hand moved. And in a minute, I asked them three times for my slice. <laughs> so in my time, I'm delayed <laughs> slow good, motion. Though. In his time, I'm like, yo, can I get a slice? Yo, what's up with my slice? Oh, okay. Like back to, yeah, whatever <laughs> it was. It, it must have been haze. It must have been, it must have been haze. It must have, no, I don't know. Anyway, you I took something that was, it could have, it could have had wet in it Ew. and I wouldn't have known. But all to the point, man, Ew. let's connect this. Let's connect the dots. So here we go. As, and this is why T1 is important over here. Tati's over here yeah. with us. This is a family conversation. Mm -hmm. You will know through this episode what we feel about cannabis. And we think way more beyond cannabis as just being a substance you use to change, to alter your mood, and to get creative. Way more than that. We respect the plant so much. We respect, you know, as citizens who participate, you know, as we, we try our best to be model citizens as well. I talk a lot of hot shit with stories, but I'm not glorifying anything. Or to say, like, we do partake. That's a big deal for us to even say that. A large part of our relationship together in our lives did not include cannabis because we took it for the first time together mm -hmm. because the nightmare was me turning to a chicken head. And for years, I just thought if I was to smoke again, that was what would happen to me. But now fast forward, we end up as adults Taking weed, we did it together um, at Vegas, Vegas. Yes. right at a wedding. What did you think about that? So, and this is the New Year's resolution for us. We wanted to come clean to our kids, <laughs> to let them know that we smoke weed. That sounds so funny. Cause I was slipping, and you too. The kids were finding nugs and clothes. Yeah. We ran out of relatives to blame, so no more <laughs> scapegoats. It's like it's the winter, ain't nobody here. And we yeah. smell weed, like we were running out of people to blame yeah. for being around. And yeah. we had more than enough scapegoats. And and the thing is that we were doing edibles for a while. Yeah. That and was then easy. we moved into the bud because of the that timing and yada, yada, yada. 
you know so yeah. a lot a lot occurred in that but <clears throat> so the kids have not been around this for so long and the feeling of sneaking around them yeah and so we're in this space and so this is all to say we found ourselves in a space that we want to be honest with them but what does honest look like when you're a parent to a just turned teenager and a 16 year old teen mm -hmm. what does it mean when you have a kid that's in junior high school and one in high school yeah. what does it mean when you want to inform someone but you don't want to awaken them yeah. to something mm -hmm. and to be a parent is to play that balance Mm -hmm. And we found ourselves at this place where we like to be honest with them, yes. but we want to be appropriate. Yeah. Well, we also acknowledge that this has not been something that may come off as normal mm. and there may be a shock factor. Yeah. And we, one of the yeah. things that I really enjoy about our relationship is that we put a lot of thought into the things that we choose to do, whether it's recreation. Mm -hmm. Well, this is recreation. I think we respect our children's um, mind. You know, or the, our children's, like, just the way they're growing and where they're heading to, enough that we stop to think. Whose idea was it first? Was it your idea or my idea? How did we have a first conversation about how we would introduce this to the kids? I don't know. I, I feel like it was more you. It might have been, but I don't remember. So then, let's assume it was you, because mm -hmm. I kind of think it was. Mm-hmm. Well... What was your biggest fear about them knowing? I think uh, they could have viewed me doing such, um, partaking of such thing, and then seeing me like... Loosen up. This is a podcast. I don't know. TikTok. Chill. And the community mean, guidelines. You could loosen up. Twisting the ganja. I don't know. I lost my thought, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> it's because you're smoking. No. I I don't know. I. So what was your biggest... What, what would be something to have made you hesitate? The way they probably viewed me afterwards. Reputation? Yeah. I didn't want them to lose maybe sight of my... The way I, I parented them. Because right. I've always been a very straightforward person and like a lot more stern like they see me very authoritative i think that they they would probably be i felt maybe to me i felt like they probably been like disappointed or something like oh shoot mm -hmm. and that's your biggest fear yeah i respect mm -hmm. them you know I yeah yeah of course i just think it's because of that and for me i think you know what i think i think that comes from a place that they treat you more delicately mm. for me they're so rough with me anyway that I don't ever have this worry about what they feel because they let me know how they feel. But you clown with them too. So there's like, a, there's like a level. You guys, I'm very, I'm mom and I'm like supportive, but I'm very straightforward, right? You're very playful. You're very like community of your artsy with them and all that. So it's, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if they would have viewed, like I think coming for you is like, of course, dad is going to do that because dad likes to try so much stuff. So you say that they probably expected more from me? I think so. I um, think so. And so this is my hesitation for me. That's yours reputation. I yeah. feel like they're going to feel whatever about me. Yeah. <clears throat> In fact, I got to assume the role of whatever they call me. Mm. They name call me. They fat shame me. They threaten <laughs> and they're going to send me to a senior home. Like, 
you don't get none of that smoke. <laughs> nah. Nah, but all to say is like for me, because that's not really, yeah. I'm used to like me being playful with them to the degree yeah, that no, no, they clown on yeah, me. Yeah. I guess I'm, I'm more chill about it. I'm more chill yeah, about awesome. anything. So that, that wouldn't be the way, that wouldn't be anything to make me worry. But here's my worry. My worry is that like with the streets, I worry that they can get, they can go. Don't get emotional, me. No, 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 no. I, <laughs> I, I saw got, your eyes watered a little. That's because I'm high as hell. Just looking at the corner for the answer, like what I was about to say. What's my fear? Like how is it your fear? You're about to forget it. That's that's the downside of cannabis. We're gonna get to that though. But here's the pro here's the downside of introducing the the weed to your kids. Not uh, in all seriousness. I I think to myself a few things. For one. You know how like you I've I've seen people lace a blunt yeah and smoke a blunt with people. Mm -hmm. I come up from where people were smoke wools or dust. Yeah, yeah. And sometimes like, yo, we got wet in this. Yeah. And so like for me, I just imagine that there could be a possibility that my kid would go ahead. Of course, yeah. And because they're doing it friends, the friends are not I too know. diligent. And it's something about like I, I want to trust them and I want them to be independent, but yeah. you know, there's this is just new. Our I think state, that's a valid fear, though. Yeah. Because you're from the streets and you understand that lingo. Right, right. right. So for you me, it's just that. more like mm -hmm. if they do it wrong. Yeah. You know, if they partake with people and they get it from a source that's bad. Yeah, of course. And then we have the growing concerns about fentanyl. Mm -hmm. Fentanyl showing up in trace amounts in all sorts of drugs. Yeah. And then, it, you know, I, for me, it's also this is what crosses my mind as a parent. Because this is what this is what was big with me. Your fear, right? One of my fears is just also socially as well. Naturally, when you're with people who are cool with you, if they try something, you're more susceptible to try that thing because mm -hmm. this person is an awesome cosign. They're cool with you. They're funny. Mm -hmm. They're accepting. They may have the same pains as you. If they're functional at all, or you admire them. And they take this thing, it's easy to kind of conflate those two things and, and just think, oh, since they take this and they're cool, mm -hmm. I guess it should be fine. And that might apply to me. And so my fear is about them having a door open. They're probably, I'm not going to smoke with them right now. No. Yeah. You know, so we got this gap in time where they're, they're conscious mm -hmm. that their parents smoke. And how about if they look at us like, oh, we admire them. Mm -hmm. Although we're not their peers, I have that fear. But then the other end of it is I, I tell them, hey, this is how I partake. This is, you know, just the way we came clean today, mm -hmm. which is the good news, guys. We told them. Yes. We told them my yes, difficulty and my fear was that this can be a gateway, not a gateway drug, mm -hmm. but a gateway for them to, to, um, to smoke with people that I just, I just don't trust it. Mm -hmm. they're in the street smoking with strangers to me they're strangers yeah you know i don't know where they're getting their stuff from mm -hmm. you know so that's that's a big deal for me when you think of those stuff those kind of thoughts do you think of like how you see them in character now like do you does it give you relief just to see the kind of kid you have and say nah i don't think or your fear is just like they can they can just do it just because it's so easy access like you're that are you that scared it's it's more about it's even new for the state here's the, here's another thing right so 
I'm worried about them rolling with people who don't respect the cannabis the way we respect it. I got you. And so look at, just as an example, we respect cannabis to the degree that we set our intentions before we smoke. Correct. Right? We've been very conscious about what we're trying to get out the plant. And the big stigma around cannabis, and that is very taboo, you know, people have always shed a bad light on it mm -hmm. for quite a while and it's been used to you know it's been used as as a tool to criminalize us in minority communities mm -hmm. and so i have a lot of trouble with that aspect because it's been used against us yeah. but if we're honest like for one i would have had to partake to have an opinion on it and mm -hmm. i had a bad experience but my second go around was as an adult being conscious of my body and the effects it has on me and my focus, my attention, my motivation, what dips, what's good for me, what works, what strains, how, how I how I operate under which, um, you know, strains, like if I'm doing an indica or sativa, mm -hmm. you know, and being very mindful. We've had these conversations and we've done these researches together. Yeah. And so as an adult, I know I'm an adult partaking, mm -hmm. but as a teenager... Is that teenager going to go through all that research the way we do and be diligent? And then you know your kid. Yeah, yeah. And then that's a, that's an issue too, right? When it's your own kid, it's, <laughs> hard, to shake, you, so right, it's, it's like, hard to shake that idea that, yeah. that they're, you know, they're always, look at me, I'm daddy's little girl, I got two daughters. Yeah. So I'm always going to look at them like a little girl. Yeah. And you always want to be prepared to, to be available and, and guide them, have that information. You know, what? while you were talking, I, although I said, like, just the way I might feel like the way they look at me, that's right. like one of those things. And hearing you talk, I was like, you know what, too? Like, our history from, from where we are now, where we come from in, in our marriage and while we were, you know, raising our kids, we came from a very religious background. That's, that's a big part of it. And so, that's, that's the shock, too. Yeah. So, to in, I think because of the walk I had with my children, right? Let's talk about, like, we right. always talk about the walk. Or, right, you know. right. I've always looked, my kid. I think my kids have always looked at me like, not just like tough and rough and, you know, la que manda la casa. Right, right. But, <laughs> you know, but they've seen me with such, I guess, honor and prestige because I'm mom, you know, I carry right. myself, you know, very, to the, you know, I'm a goofball, but I just carry myself like a mom, I you think, know, so. I think while we was in church, there were certain reservations yeah, that we had. Exactly, and yeah. in our demeanor, we were real toned down. And they got that experience for the so, first part of their you life. You put it so, so eloquently. I I'm a podcaster. I can't explain myself <laughs> that well. Like, I'm in my head with, ugh, you so cool. Excuse and, me, too, for my voice, my raspy voice, guys. Yeah, I usually don't sound raspy. <laughs> I usually don't sound <laughs> raspy. But I'm a little sick. I'm but a little it, under the weather. But it's sexy, though. I got the mocos. You think so? Mm -hmm. Is raspiness? Nah. Um, Wait, tell me. So nasty. So nasty. Hey. I'm, I'm going to be a... You know what I'm going to do? <laughs> I'm going to try to sign up to make some money on the side to voice over for Romeo Cameo. Santos. Okay, Nah, happy birthdays. Ooh. How does sound? I'm like, yo, happy birthday, Tati. <laughs> Let me find out. <laughs> Let me find out it's your birthday. 
Eu tati, this is Romeo Santos. This is, uh, What's sorry, up? this is a side. Let me find out. <laughs> this is so sad. Let me find out it's your birthday. Oh, man. Yo, what's up? Okay, can we stay on track? Yeah, yeah, that's my ADHD. No, that's weed. That's nah, weed. no. Spark it. We got any more? Yes, we do. Mm -hmm. But we had drops too, guys. We had Tincture talking about cannabis intake. <clears throat> it's like an intermission. Yes, it is. Look, that fixed my voice. So, where was we at? I got to make sure we don't have... The, yeah, yo, we, we smoke. This is a celebration round. We didn't take notes. <laughs> nah, it was good. It's nah, it's an important family conversation. We were talking yes. about um, our demeanor and our time in church. Yes. yes. And so, as with many big things in my life, I've discussed on this podcast, I have episodes that point to spirituality, and we've had, what, maybe a decade? Mm-hmm. Come on. A decade in church, we was involved in various ministries, and we were the family that in that time, because we were in that space, we um we worked hard at keeping ourselves in that type of uh, posture. Yes. So if you're going to posture as a person within a community, it's important for you to reflect the model. Of course. And for us, that was important. We saw, that, yeah. and, it, and at least for us, we didn't get into like Pentecostalism or anything that was strict. No, no, no. It was a non-denominational. Yeah. So you could wear jeans and stuff. Yeah, yeah. And we were um, fluent still in right. things of of regular use and stuff. It wasn't crazy. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah but um, nonetheless, in our time there, which we're not there anymore, and that's a whole other topic of deconstruction, but. That's not the space that we're in anymore. And in that time, we played the game. We did what we needed to do mm -hmm. uh, with the family, but we definitely weren't thinking about smoking or drinking. No. That wasn't, you know, we weren't cursing. No. We, um, what else were we doing? Smoking weed. Was it smoking weed? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we occasionally drank. Um, and not even me, really, because remember, yeah, you, I, was, you I had a problem. Yeah, yeah I had drinking. problems with alcohol, yeah. alcohol, and that messed me up real bad. So, so. I, I would not drink yeah, with anyone. So yeah. you know, we did social gatherings where we went out dancing and parties. Or whatever. Mm -hmm. It wasn't like we didn't dance and go right. to parties and whatever. We wasn't like that. Right. We had Christian clubs. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, those were the day. Yo. Anyway, I'm not here to bash nobody. No, that was this fun. Is, right. Uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> all right. So moving on from that. Oh. Let's not get too off the the deep end. But we did. Lie. We we did spend some time in church, and so our kids were raised the first part of their lives mm -hmm. with us in that way. Yes. And so that makes it extra hard to yeah. to bring them up to speed. I guess we've been doing it little by little since COVID, right? Yeah. yeah. And so this is what I was doing. Like sometimes like I'll hear somebody I'll hear one of them talk about weed. And um like they may talk about a friend that's vaping, you know, like the vapes we have um yeah. CHC vapes and stuff. So then I'll ask them about it. Yeah. And like at least I know that they're not trying to school me. Mm -hmm. They're talking to me about like, oh yeah, my friends be doing this and that. As opposed to trying to school me, because then I see that there's a that, big contrast yeah, between our lives. Like, like they know, they know. Yeah, I'm washed. Like if if they have to talk to me like that, then I'm a super washed parent. Yeah. But no, so you know we have a great relationship with the kids. 
But for me, I found like a lot of times with the girls, I like pick their brain and see where they stand with it. And even like how bad they treat it, if they're being authentic when they answer me, if they're just trying to tell me mm-hmm. whatever it is they think that I might want to hear. Yeah. And I've never thought that they were interested in it. Yeah. yeah. And their their voice matters in, in anything that they say because we always ask them, like, how do you feel after any deep conversation we have? And let me tell you, those girls, <laughs> they definitely know and they understand. And, and I see the... Mm-hmm. The sincerity in them when they, when we were like talking to them, like right. they, they truly were like, okay, like I think they saw the relief in us too. <laughs> like it, it was awesome. It was awesome. It, was, right, it so was a dope conversation for sure. This is this is what I think. I think a lot of times kids that were are raised with that, yeah, or who are if you're open with them about it, it might make it boring enough that they might wanna not want to do it. It's no thrill. It's no excitement. Because your parents do it. Yeah, you hear them talking oh, all yeah, about... That, well, I always told you that. Ari, Ariella, she jokes, because we, we don't only take, like, we mix mullein leaf, lotus flower. Yeah. So the kids hear about all these things. They they see me, like, making tinctures and stuff. So they're familiar. It's a part of the household. Yeah. But, you know, it's just... They haven't put... They haven't connected the dots. Yeah. In all these years. And so, I think... If I was to give any advice to somebody who, who's struggling with sharing it with their kids, kill it. Kill it. Let me take. Let me let me take this pool. It's about to tell. Talk to them, T one. I don't know what else to say. Now nah, I got you right now. <laughs> no, you were not thought. I didn't want to jump in. I'm 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 killing a roach. Oh Jesus! Roach killer. You finish that. Right. So you're gonna take it. Here you take it. Right. Finish that. This is crazy. That the rich is smoking. Come on, let's get to it. All right. So, our kids know. Pick your brains. Pick your kids' brains. Yes, that's important. Please have a relationship with your kids, though, Mm -hmm. because this is not something you're going to bring up after the fact. Mm -hmm. If you don't. So, this is pretty much, if you speak with your kids, you open up to them, Mm -hmm. they open up to you, then... Just always, like, even if, always. even if, to be honest with you, if weed is not your thing and you're listening to this and you just listen to it for all the in-betweens and stuff like that, even if you don't smoke weed or if you hate weed, ask your kids what they think about it yeah, and guide them. Talk about it or learn about it. You know, just even if you're not interested in cannabis and, like, weed is actually derogatory of a term. Yes. You know, weed, marijuana. Yes, it is. You know, yep. just it's proper to call it cannabis. Correct. So in respect to the whole industry and everything, cannabis. And that's being educated about what you're partaking in. Thank you for saying that because I feel like a lot of times, I and you know, because we're in the Bronx, right, we're from the right. Bronx, you hear the hood, oh, it's got some weed, whatever. That's Whatever, you and know. Nickname. But I do appreciate learning the history about cannabis right. and how demeaning it is to say marijuana. Right. And right. I learned that even before I dealt in, like, like you know, like really got right. really busy with smoking with you got really busy that sound like right. a pothead ah. got really yo, busy with this matter of fact yo wait real quick because <laughs> right. i know we're going off the shop we're just everywhere because yeah, we're yeah. high it's all good but um 
you know, we haven't really got into how we went in conversation with the girls, but it's funny because in there we threw that we, you know, you could smoke with pipes and you could smoke with bongs. And the thing is, like, we didn't go into a lot of details that we, how we partake, but we did, like, share with them stuff. But it's funny because in this whole transition, that's all we've been doing, like, trying different <laughs> things. And it's funny how we've grown right. in the last few um, years. years of doing this. And that we feel that is important because we want to continue growing. That we tell our kids. I think that that was gonna like keep us. I think we love the flowers so much. Really? <laughs> We're like the hippie parents now. <laughs> yeah. I guess. I guess. I don't know. I, don't know. I, I don't want labels. I don't want to do labels on, nah. on things anymore. I feel but like you're gonna be categorized. I don't. That's good for them. They want to. Okay. But that's what I I'm saying. I don't care about categories unless it serves me a purpose. But you care so. about your reputation with the kids. That's what I'm talking about. Well, that's more important because that's, that's what I'm saying. Because because look, if we were not having conversations with them, mm -hmm. how would we know if they were to think, oh, my parents are potheads? Like in of a course, in a yeah. very uh, unhealthy way, okay, or in mm -hmm. a very uninformed way, because that's also reality until we speak with them. Okay. But I think a lot of a lot of the certainty we had was that we're like, damn, I know my girls. Mm -hmm. They're probably gonna say this. We've even stretched it to joke about it. Yeah. I bet you they're gonna say, I already figured from this and that um, from the times we slipped. Like we kind of caught a lot of it, and it was funny, right? And this is the fun, all right? So you want to say this? Let's, yeah, yeah, yeah. You, I think you, okay. that'd be cool. We told the kids, and this is how it went. <laughs> and yo, it just happened out of the blue because we've been. It's been two weeks since we talked about it. Yeah. Right. We're about to be on the second week of January. Yeah. Right at the time you guys are hearing this, but so I'm like, yo, the kids are in the sala, nobody else around, nobody's into anything yet. Yeah. So I stood up, and I whispered. Should I tell them now? I was like, yes. <laughs> I didn't hesitate. Yeah. So I sit down and so, all right, so to break it down on like a three-point presentation. I actually thought you wasn't going to do it. You thought I was bluffing? Yeah, until you really mentioned the word cannabis and I was like, oh. So keep I going. I was ahead. in too deep then. Go ahead, go ahead. That's it. There was no turning back at that point. That's it. My the heart point sank. Is no return. Bro, my, my heart sank. Anyway, continue. Yo, wait, that sucks. <laughs> go back. What? Go back to that. Why? You look mad confident when you told me. I said yes, but... But your okay, heart was sinking? I, I yes. didn't know you was nervous about it. I was. I was very nervous. Yeah, but I didn't... No, but like not even in a bad way. It wasn't like, oh my nervous God. Nervous in a bad way. Nervous is a bad way. No, maybe excited, okay? Maybe that's the thing. All right, I hope that was excitement because I'm just finding out now for the first time. <laughs> That's why I kept going with it. I looked at no, your face. No, but that was fine because I still, I felt okay with it. Like, it was just like, oh, shoot, he really went for it. Oh, shoot. And then I was like, okay. So we over. double bluffed and we ended up coming clean. I, yes. All right. That worked. was dope. <laughs> it, was a, it was like a roller coaster, to be honest. Nah, so it's crazy. <laughs> so the setup, this is, I'm going to give it to you like if it was a three-point presentation. <laughs> the first part of it, right, I explained to them there's been some changes to laws. Mm -hmm. and cannabis educate your children right then the second point i started educating them on cannabis mm -hmm. its effect on the maturing brain mm -hmm. and you know just the maturation process of the brain and you know there's a certain age where your brain is now fully developed and if you smoke any time before that you know you're gonna you're gonna have a, a deep impact on your mind explain to your children and there's so nothing wrong with right that. 
so I went into that just generalizing it, you know, and um, it went from that point to talking to them also about the criminality about it, you know, how, how on a federal level it's illegal, but that there's also changes to the classification as well yeah. from class one to class three. So, and then, you know, the explanation of that, you guys could do your research on your own, but the um the government's thinking about reclassifying it and they're support they're sending over documents and they're providing documents in support of that to the DEA and um just a little history when it comes to cannabis there's a we have a whole um cannabinoid system and so the way our bodies process it like there's a science to it but science requires study and when it comes to certain classifications of drugs there's just going to be but so much funding on that and pretty much almost zero funding. So what we do know about cannabis, that it could be very beneficial in certain areas. There's so little we still know about its benefits. Mm -hmm. there, there, of course, is, is to be expected there's going to be consequences as well. However, you know, because it's classified a certain way, you know, it's going to... There's not going to be much research. Mm -hmm. You know, when it comes to research, you have peer review. And so what's not going to exist is so much science behind it. If the classification changes, that will change. Mm -hmm. And we'll really be able to unlock, you know, knowledge as it pertains to cannabis. And so in not as many words, I explained to the girls, remember, yeah. you know, just about the classification. Mm -hmm us minorities and how it's impacted us, how things were before, yeah. statehood, how it yeah. works uh, locally on a state level, how it works federally. And then I got into the news. And so I told them about individual choice. Yeah. You know, what we talked, we also talked about um, what we said, we were talking about mood regulation. Mm -hmm. um, we all, as a family, we take therapy. Um, we're open about it. I've always been transparent. And um, so it's been an important part mental of our lives. Health. Mental health is very important. Um, there's been tons of stigma around mental health in the past. But this generation is getting it together. So that's dope. Because we're understanding, we're realizing the, the impact and the need for mental health and getting your noggin straight. But sometimes you're in a bind. Things come up. Um, this last couple years emotionally had been pretty tough for me. And so yeah. I took the liberty to talk to my kids directly and say, look, I'm going to speak about me and let them know that I got into certain circumstances, life experiences that put me in a state of mind that was really hard to function. Mm -hmm. And with that, you know, I just, I went deeper than I've been before. And with that, and without saying much, I just continued to share my very individual choice of taking cannabis. Mm -hmm. And I told them because the stresses were where they at, I wasn't considering taking chemicals, mm -hmm. hard chemicals, going on a certain prescription. I decided to, you know, medicate, but also to get through therapy and do the the spiritual part of my own. Just the things that I can do on my end where I'm not just depending on a flower. On a flower. 
to give me my entire mood change and to regulate me. Mm-hmm. Like, it would be foolish for me to fully depend 100%. on the plant. The plant is a part of my life, mm-hmm. and I put it in a part of my life. Correct. If I allow it to consume me, then I'm not going to be me. Mm-hmm. And so who's in control? And so, you know, I shared with them that perspective. Um, I showed them how I treat the plant mm-hmm. and that it should be respected. I told them that, you know, the world and how, you know, people could have a spot and something can happen wrong where somebody laces the weed. Even intentionally things happen, like, you never know. Um, and it's important for you to be a part of community mm-hmm. and plug into a community that people are doing their thing and it's legit they and they're following this, rules. Yeah. They got protocols. Um, they understand kind of art. Kind of art. People shout doing it right. BX. So shout outs to kind of art, BX. You know what I mean? And just we got spots where you have a third place. You could just show up and yeah. you know have some bud share some good conversations, have some good times, some laughs, sober up, and then make your way home. Yeah, support your local dispensary too. Right, support your local dispensary. Yeah. But show up to Canada on Tremont. <laughs> yeah, so more information on that, you can definitely hit my social media and stuff. Yeah. But so how I look at it now as a dude that, so on the journey, we talked a little bit about spirituality mm-hmm. and us at a time being in religion. Yeah. And no longer being in that. Also being people who were into weed, we got into it as an adult as adults. Yeah. Right? We got into it as parents. Yeah. As adults. And later, later on. Mm-hmm. I probably had like twenty years in between blunts. <laughs> That's a whole lot of time. Me too. <laughs> right? That's a whole lot of time. I had one experience at sixteen, never did it again. It was in and out. Was I it for you? Wasn't. You didn't enjoy it? No. You enjoy it now? I do. You do, right? I have a spiritual romance with it. <laughs> <laughs> right? So, and I think that comes from not abusing it. Of course. Right? Have you ever felt like you was going too far? No. Have you ever felt like, this is too much for me, I'd rather have less? No, I don't know. If anything, I'm able to not consume, enjoy it at any time, do anything Take with it. Take a little something. something. Just to, yeah, so pick you. it doesn't have. I don't need to exceed any level of maturity in it to feel like I have to always chase that. I'm good at wearing. Nah, that's how I was with alcohol. I couldn't but stop. But that's an that's that's addiction. That's keep, that, going. Yeah. No. keep going. Keep I going. I feel like I can relax, and when I need that special element, right. I can do it. And that's what I need for. Like I like yoga. Like lately, I've been doing yoga, right. and I've been telling you, like, yo, I love yoga. And, you know, I used to pray before, and I still pray, you know. You know, I still pray. But um, what I've enjoyed more now is just, like, yoga gives me that that extra, you know. Something to focus on. Yeah. And, yeah. It, and well, it, it's regulating your body. It's regulating your body. It's teaching me how to breathe. It You're grounding me, yourself. grounding myself. I'm learning to be more into my mind and my spirit. I can literally take my distractions off things, and I can also... Um, understand feel my body and what my body's feeling at the you're, moment. You're more conscious of it, bro. Like it's dope, it's right. dope. And then having being able to do that with yoga, then having cannabis as 
a supplement because a supplement that's for the something thing. else because it right. gives me creativity. Right. To be honest, I enjoy yoga high. Because I know, bro, it is the. Let me tell you. I've seen, remember, we used to see the flyers in the Lower East Side for drunken yoga? Yeah. And I don't I was like, yo, this is a To be honest, I wouldn't even do drunken yoga because it chemically, what it does to my body. Look, alcohol is poison. I don't want to rock. I don't want to. And I just, I had a cup upstairs anyway. Yeah, yeah, you know. Alcohol is poison. I go out for a drink or whatever, that's fine. But to consume daily, I don't think that's something I could ever. Alcohol is poison. I have some. I'm a hypocrite. I had some an hour ago. No, but yeah, 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 I feel you. But, you know, but anyways, just to say, like, I love that I can part do those two together and right. those two things separate because they right. both have a purpose separately as well as they can join together. And, if, and that's the same thing I think now that I can do in the setting of my my home. I don't have to telling the girls have give, has given me freedom. I can be myself. You tired of them finding nugs no, in a robe bro, and stuff? For sure. <laughs> or Lighters us, like, everywhere. You know, like they smell this. Like they smell the smell of us coming from the cold and smoking. Oh like they're not stupid kids. Yo. Remember when they used to smell it around and be like, oh, it smells like grandma's Oh, house. yeah, no, no, no. All right, let me, let me tell them. Yo, guys, the funniest shit in the world. So like our kids, so grandma and all of that side of the family always smoking weed. So the kids done grew up and we smoke. <laughs> yeah. They know that. But the thing is that they associate it with my grandma or with my mother. Yeah. So here's the thing, right? My mom used to babysit them often. <laughs> and my mom is an open smoker. She's not one to yeah. hide and smoke nope. somewhere. She's just going to smoke, right? Which is why it was always like no big thrill for me to even think much about weed for myself. So the kids, the same thing. My mom would always be with the kids. But she's my mom's stay high, always high. And so the the kids will be with my mom mm-hmm. and they smell that all the time because That's they were hot. She'll roll it right there. So then remember, <laughs> we'll go, like, let's say we go into a building or somewhere. Mm-hmm. And if somebody was smoking Yo. close by, we'll smell the smoke and the kids will be like, I think grandma's around. <laughs> Kids thought, the kids thought that oh. when they smelled weed that that it's was like my grandma. mom's smell. It's grandma <laughs> here. It's grandma. I'm like, no, she's not. <laughs> Remember we used to go to church with the girls oh, smelling like straight bro, blood all the hated time. hated that, bro. We used to be like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's just that they weren't. They were grandmas. grandmas. We just picked them up. This we always had a scapegoat. Yeah. But those were real legit scapegoats. We were, because we wasn't into smoke at all. We well, we were hiding. We wasn't even cursing. Well, we were hiding to smoke from the girls. We would be like, oh, we just went upstairs with Titi. Oh, oh yeah, everybody. Everybody Yo, came judge. around smoke. <laughs> so we were just like, we're just, we had space for them to smoke. We were right, smoking right. with them. We so built spaces for everybody to smoke. For real. In the backyard, <laughs> bro, we have three places to smoke. We built them to smoke. <laughs> no. Guys, we used to go to... Okay, so we have like this little... This place has been in the yard all that time. It wasn't until we started smoking. <laughs> we Remember started... when we used to take the bomb all the way to the oh, back? To the back behind the shed? Yeah, we have... Okay, oh, wait, wait. Interjection. So we have mad pictures of us, of ourselves, like with weed, with the bomb. Oh, we hidden, were doing... Hidden photos. We were doing hidden photos so that with the girls... Like if they when we come clean and <laughs> they had like a whole like a folder to remember us bro. like gangster bonding class. <laughs> we, we should name that. We, we should name that that folder the bonding class folder. Yeah, we yo, should. We, yo, we got gum pictures in there. Oh my god! <laughs> it's like 
we oh, did a we, we did a ratchet ass Bro. We, what was like a ratchet ass photo shoot yes and i'm talking about like we had pounds of like weed <laughs> rolling on the with the, the, the gun the big the, the jewelry the big bracelet <laughs> Yo, that's we're going to have to unlock it. That's the promise. We can't die at the same time, though. Okay. So, like, we have to unlock that so that when the kids go through the phones, nose, you'll be like, what the hell was... What the hell were they doing with all that smoke? <laughs> Remember how many bongs we used to break? Bro, oh, my God. The last one we have is, like, a... a now we got little pipes and stuff like that. Anyways. Nah, but... Nah, I but... so. story, because we've been... Nah, nah, we on track. We on track. We were scared to tell our kids. Some of you... Yeah might be scared but have a relationship with your yeah, kids talk. um talk to them but ask them what they think about it mm -hmm. and i think that's going to give you a little angle yeah and you'll figure out how to approach them of course, yeah. right so with us um so my thing with growing up with the weed and it being normal and not being something appealing to me mm -hmm. is that it was always a, a weed has been a really big inconvenience to the beginning of my life Mm. That's because, again, I said my mom used to smoke weed, but she used to leave us in front of the weed spots to go inside oh. and cop, to which used to feel like an eternity. Bro. Because the Bronx was wild in the 80s and 90s. And so, like, in the splits, to her it might have been a split second, but mm -hmm. to us, you know, just imagine two little boys. <laughs> no, no, just imagine, Ricardo. You got it, man. I your don't daughter have to has I just one have of your to daughters, because I don't want to say too much. Oh, right. <laughs> had an experience with your mother. Oh, yeah. I had to bark on her. On Burnside. I had to bark on her. Bark Yo, she literally she went left my daughter the at the spot, went in the building. Oh. Left my daughter in the front of the building. Oh, like. Yo, you know your son's a Christian. <laughs> How are you going to do that? How are you going to do that to me knowing your son? Was we was I we a pastor you, at the time, even? Oh, I probably man. was a pastor, too, at the time. Oh, no. But that was. <laughs> You flee this mother. That kids coming to Into the church news. with smelling like smoke. Off a burn side. Right. News. But so I didn't have a good relationship with oh, weed. My mama got picked up from the cops before yeah. <laughs> with weed. And we had to stay somewhere. I mean, way worse has happened. <laughs> I took, you know, I'm talking about like, you know, raiding the house and all that. We've been through all that. But aside from that, my personal experience, the Bronx, mm. the gritty Bronx, spots where people had tons of bags and the police was rolling up on you. Yeah. So currently, because of the laws, like you can you can sell weed illegally outside and still not get in trouble. Yeah. Like that's just how things have changed. The climate is different. Yeah. So there's no tension in the air. Yeah. When I was like five yeah. years old yeah. and six years old, in front of a building, yeah. there was tension back there. there was. It was very illegal. Yeah. There was entire spots in my area that was bubbling of just weed. And for those who know the streets, mm -hmm. weed don't bring you that much as soft or hard. So, you know, it's never like that. Yeah. But then there's spots that are busting weed spots that are just putting it down, mm -hmm. that are making large numbers. And these were the blocks my mom used to walk to, yeah. wave at everybody. And these and it's always a building. So a a successful drug building is always gonna have a certain size corridor, mm -hmm. blind spots to outside. Yep. So you imagine how far away from my mom I used to be 
from where she, they will serve her to where she'll freaking leave me. Wow. Oh, she'll leave me in the in the hallway and go up to the second floor. And you just said that, bro. Yo, if if ah, if man. you man, if I can just show you my posture, That's I just scary. yo, my brother and I used to just be there, just like <laughs> just mad quiet looking. Oh, you no. hit bottles, somebody throw a bottle down the street. That's in a scene of a movie, you know, the little kid that's <laughs> yeah, this is posted up going to get drugs. All right, drugs. <laughs> this is because I gotta give you a visual so you can picture it. Just picture the way a kid would look if somebody's telling him to take a picture. And he doesn't know how to stand right. <laughs> like, he don't know where to put it. His hands are kind of in front of him and dangling like like he's floating. Yeah. But he wants to rest his hand on something but doesn't know exactly what to do. Yeah, yeah. Pretty much like you don't want to make a fast move. Oh, man. Aww. Yeah, so it didn't start really off good. <laughs> I didn't really care much about that. Like, yeah. you know, it was... It was yeah, I'm talking about winter... <laughs> Winter, spring, summer, or fall. It don't matter which season it was. She was leaving us in front of a building. Sometimes dolo. Sometimes she'll just go with one of the boys. All right, Richie, come with me. Leave me in the front of the building. I'm just looking. Cops is rolling down a one way, the other way. People running down with the big bags. My mom grabbing my hand and us just bouncing. That's definitely a Bronx story. Hell yeah. Hell I yeah! See it. I can see it. I used to hate that. Yeah. Walking fast, she used to whistle with them. Go across the street, mommy. I used to go across the street. My mom, like, I used to follow their orders. You look like a, you, know, you know you. I feel like you're telling the story. That's you. You know, like the the the, the mom ducks with the ducklings, and they walk like behind them. That's yeah, like, that's, that's me, the little duckling. Like like, but I already knew them. how they served my mom. So like when they would say like yeah. go across the street. Like, there's no pull in my mom's arm. I'm going across the street. <laughs> Yo, it, it's crazy to this yeah. day. Yeah. But um, so for me, we wasn't too much of a thing. And a couple of times I did take, it was a bad experience. But fast forward Vegas. Yeah. Trip to Vegas. We decided. Did we decide on it before we went to Vegas that we were going to do it? Or while we was there, we decided? I think to while we was there, we decided. It was like, let's try it. Let's go to this You know place. what it was? It was that, that it was so around us. And I'm going to tell you something. Las Vegas is magical, weirdly. You go and you get wild by the moment and the freedom that you have. Because you're going there to do adult crap. You're going to go have fun. But plus, weed wasn't legal. And Back here, oh, yeah, exactly. Over there, it was over there it at is. the time, yeah, they yeah. Have, yeah. So, you know, um, I think we both equally wanted to try something new in our life. Like we were both like, yeah, in like, um, what's that called? Euphoria, like, like a right. euphoria. You know, we just bought a house, right? You know, and there was things that were happening. But Sixteen not, years of marriage, we've yeah. done every sexual position. <laughs> Right now, we gotta move to drugs. Oh man, <laughs> let me just say a plus one. This is an eighteen and year. What what kind of podcast? It's whoever is? listens to it, if okay. you heard something if that you shouldn't, eighteen then and leave. plus, please listen nah, to this. No disclaimer. Um, sex under the influence of cannabis is amazing. Oh man, I love it. I'm, and I enjoy every bit of it with my partner, and I think that I needed this for me personally so i do appreciate so that was it. so that was a, um an enhancement 
for me, yes. Right. And, yeah. Because the experience was different. Yeah, that, because yeah. just being high. Emotionally. It was for me, too. It felt great. Tantrically. You know? like, that, that's how you call Whatever it? you call Whatever it. That. We're learning all yeah. that. <laughs> we're, lear we're learning as we go, guys. Wait, was we Christians when we did that, though? When we went? When we went to Vegas, were we Christians? We were in the, uh, what you call... Yes and no. <laughs> beginning of the Christian. How, how would a Christian no. answer it? Were we Christians? No, yes or we no? weren't. We weren't. <laughs> okay, we just didn't up. proclaim it in the name of... We, I don't think we knew what we was no. yet or wasn't yet. Yeah. Yes. I think just just recently, like... Recently, what I mean, like last year, 2023... We kind of were like, nah, nah I don't think we, we had any more of that. Yeah. It don't even look like that no more. We're not. Like, do we? Nah, it's not. Mm -mm. Right? I mean, we could play I'm some Israel Newbury. And I'm learning to love myself. Right. Yeah. On this journey. Anyways, it's about cannabis. It's not about spirituality. Cannabis so. and spiritual because... Uh, well, you're right. Yeah, you're yeah, right, yeah. Because I was yeah. just talking about that. Because we, we mentioned it to the girls. Yeah, and, definitely. And it's yes. pretty much... Yes, we did. It's pretty much the difference of how our spirituality manifests itself. Mm -hmm. Because before, um, we were in a form of governance. We were in a church. Yeah. The church had rules. Mm -hmm. We had a code of conduct. Yeah, and, you know, in that time, the kids witnessed that. And then we moved into the, we're spiritual. We have a connection that's a very personal connection with God. We live by example. Mm -hmm. we, we, we conduct ourselves a certain way. Um, and so, for us, it was us dealing with the girls with that and showing them that. Mm -hmm. So, what the girls learned is that, you know what? Although we're not in church anymore, and now the like the they, I don't want them to associate. You left the church, and therefore no. you're abusing your freedom. No, because that's probably what every Christian is going to say you're doing. Can I just say, and in retrospect to to how we lived before and whatever, I we always walked in in not walked. We always did everything that we did. We did it. We with, played by the books. We played by the books. Hell we, yeah. we read into For everything. Sure. When we were became Christians, we read about Christianity and what right. that was. So it's and not like we just jumped into anything. Right. Like marriage, we did that right. together, and we, we thought we thought about we that. Yeah. We thought we talked it throughout. Is this something we want? When we had children, right. it right. was that. Right. We made a choice about work. And we, when once so, we started so, opening credit, we sat down and talked about it. Everything we've done because we've been, been together. A discussion has been, been intentional. Hard conversations. Times, right. So everything has been in conversation. Everything, everything. So. I just want to say that because I don't want the, anyone to think, oh, no, they're not right. Christians. No, Cause, we cause, ever, I want to say, too, we have grown individually and as a family mm -hmm. in our marriage and parenthood and everything. We've, we've all grown, and I think that's the beauty of life. If I keep just sticking to just one thing and, Same only, thing all the and time. I don't see growth, then I'm not, I'm, not going, I'm not doing good by it. It's not serving right. my purpose. This maybe I don't smoke weed ever again. Maybe this is a, just a journey for me to go into the highest level I can in it, or maybe not. Maybe this is what I need. Forever. Maybe maybe we spin the block and then we're Christian again, again in ten years know, after like, we yeah. we saw the Harry Krishna two houses down. I don't know. And set, <laughs> like, no, because that's real, know, right? Yeah. There's a Harry Krishna center two two doors down. Wow. The guy's a nice guy, nice yeah. neighbor. We wave yeah, at each yeah. other. If he ever needs something, I'll be there. Vice versa, right? Mm -hmm. well, why not, you know, hey, listen, I want to learn a little bit about this. Teach me. I want to hear the tenets of your faith. Yeah. And so how does that tie in? We're in a different space yeah. as parents, as adults, yeah. but we show them as intentional and as, um, as informed mm -hmm. our decisions have been with everything else. 
it has been the same thing with weed. And so, like we told them too, if ever you're curious, you want to know more, you know that you can ask us because we're going to tell you exactly the way you need to hear it. You know, and so I like that the girls are really receptive. We're fortunate. We're blessed in the sense that we have kids. But some some people, they, they deal with some knucklehead-ass kids. Mm-hmm. And the way you get to them is going to be different. And I, I really pray for you because that's not an easy feat. Mm-hmm. We got kids out there that, you know, there's they have a hard time with communication, you know, and, and finding out what works. If anything, our kids get tired of hearing us talk. Right. But also, they come to us <laughs> with the, the tea. They love it all I the get time. so much high school tea. I know. I get so much high we school tea. We got a friendship. Anyone that told you that don't be friends with your kid, that's a lie. If you love your kids, you have a friendship. You have a relationship with your kids. Right. So, look, because I know I, I like to wrap it up soon. I um, I think a good way to kind of ease out is to think about after the conversation, mm-hmm. how do you feel not only free, you mentioned that earlier, mm-hmm. but do you have any concerns now that we've expressed to them that we smoke, mm-hmm. take edibles, you know, we partake. Mm-hmm. Now that we've shared it with them and their eyes are open to our reality. Okay. Are you concerned in any way about them? No. And if, and if, if not, why? Uh, no, because I just feel that every opportunity I've had in their growth and their development to experience or tap into something new, it's it's allowed me to become closer to my children. In just yet another thing to speak about? Yes. Yeah. So my kids... Like another area? Yeah, yeah. My kids can talk to me about anything. I love that. They come to us for anything. Let that be together, yeah, but separate. Low key, so yeah, because low-key you know? sometimes... You know, yeah, saying, because... Of yeah, I've been playing the room a lot lately. Well, they're... Well, and in respect to you, because, you know, I want to say this. They've, they come to you for so much, you know, things. And they love the relationship they have with you. But, you know, they're growing. They're growing to this womanhood, and I can relate, so... That's true. You know... But I do appreciate that in conversation we 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 do this. So I don't worry. I don't have no worries. Right. I don't. I think for me, I, don't, I, don't. I feel assured after speaking Very of them. Good. Okay, that's because a good remember we um, it's funny because for one they said they kind of figured it out. For two, they weren't shocked, and I said, "All right, any questions?" I thought they were gonna have a heap of questions, <laughs> and they had no questions. None. And I was like. I had all that pressure thinking yeah. that they were going to yeah. have, but then like we forced them to make questions like, nah, y'all going to have to talk about this because <laughs> I want to yeah. know what yeah. this means to you. And they answered it. And pretty much, yeah, I understand. Sometimes things could get tough and that's not always the way, yeah. you know, but it's what's working for you right now. And in that we saw so that they didn't even seem interested in the thing. Mm-hmm. And so we made it so, so much of a bigger deal. Yeah. Um, and so, I feel relieved. I feel good that we got to check off another box. Check that off. Right? So that was one of the resolutions out. We did that. There you go, fist bump. (laughs) Spark up. No more weed. No more weed. um, Drops is hitting. Yeah. yeah, So we should close this (laughs) up. So, um, yeah. Thank you. Peace, everybody. Thank you for being here. (laughs) Talk to y'all next time. My Bronx story. Peace. Bye.